Okay. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> we miss you. We miss you so much. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome back. back. Welcome back to the experts. I'm Aggie Hewitt. I'm Irene Marquette, and we are the experts. (laughs) (laughs) So obviously, we are doing this over Zoom. Um, Yeah, this is our Zoom quarantine edition of the experts. We haven't recorded a podcast in a like kind of a really long time. I want to say since uh, December. I think it was like we never, we had the Christmas that never ended. We had the Christmas that never ended, yes. You yeah. see, where we ended, where we left off was with um, our series on power couples. Yeah. And we had like four more episodes planned, I think, yes. and we were going to like record them and I was going out of town. I left yes. in January, on January 8th, I left for the UK and we were going to like record all of our episodes very ambitiously and then like pace out the release of them. Yes. And, it and didn't one thing happen. led to another and it didn't happen. But here's the thing. We're quarantined now. Mm-hmm. We're in, you know, quarantine and we're zooming this podcast and we're back we care about it so much we care about it so much but more importantly there was a development so this isn't like an official experts episode this is like a this is like a a supplemental experts episode yeah it's a check-in it's a like it's been a while what's up how are you doing like and it's like a follow-up how are we doing how are the experts doing and how are how are the subjects of our expertise? They're doing bad. They're doing quite bad. So today we're here to talk to you about um, the subject of episode 19. It was a power couples episode. And it was about Mary Kay Olson and Olivier Sarkozy. Yeah. So in our episode, we discussed, you know, their courtship, their wedding, their bowls of cigarettes. What made Um, them a power couple? What made them so powerful? What drew them to one another? You know, what did, were they feeding one another? How did these two separate entities come together and make one thing that was greater than the sum of its parts? Its parts, yes. And And are they stronger together? Are they like, how, how does this union just elevate both of them? Right. And like, do I remember our conclusions? 
I do not, but <laughs> it's been a minute. We came to some. I we did, and you know, you can go back and listen to it and hear all of the details about uh, MKO and OS. Yes, um, but don't get too invested because if you were like a MKO OS ship stan or whatever the whatever we call that uh i have bad news for you that you probably already know um they are getting a divorce they're not divorced yet no because of the injustices of the legal system but something they are in splitsville yeah they're not together and And it it seems quite ugly Oh yeah. There's no coming back from this. Like whatever went down in that marriage, like it's toast. It is over for good. So, um, we learned today through multiple news outlets. Here's my question to you, Aggie. How did you first hear about Mary Kate Olson and Sarkozy breaking up? I honestly think it might've been a listener of the podcast sending it me, sending it to us on DM on Instagram. Really? I think that might've been it. I'm not totally sure. Let me check. I know. I think that was it. Like we, it was you, it was the experts community keeping us informed (laughs) about, wait, is that the case? I I don't know. Anyway, listen, somebody told me. Somebody told you. I was scrolling through Twitter and on Kat Marnell's Twitter page, she posted something about like about the two of them breaking up and she's been posting a lot of like wild gossip. I mean, always like she tweets a ton and then she deletes them all. Yeah, but she's been going on some really weird and fun tears on Twitter. Yes, she has been all about how... (laughs) Just like who's on cocaine, who's being bad. <laughs> yeah, quarantine is like causing people to behave very strangely on social media, and it's enjoyable. It's true. It's enjoyable. It's that I'm not. I'm. You know. I'm right there. Yeah. I'm. I've got questionable behaviors on online as well. Have you? I mean, it's just time to like let it all hang out. I guess. Whatever. Yeah. I will go, th- I, you've made your Twitter private, but I will tweet and then I'll just delete a bunch of tweets. You will? So you're yes. going the Kat Marnell route. I do. I think I'm in, I was probably inspired by her, <laughs> uh, by how she will just like post really outrageous things and then rethink it and delete it like 20 minutes later. But then it's like, oh, I've seen it. And it's like, I, I'll do that with anything. Like, you know. Yeah, I saw I'm not tweeting the kind of stuff she tweets, obviously. Oh my God. I mean, I saw she tweeted about like a guy from like One Direction or something who has a fashion mm. line. And people were getting really mad at her about it. And I didn't really know anything about it because I'm so outside of. I think that was part of her Kardashian tear because she was talking about mm-hmm. um, Zayn, about how Zayn was like a dope fiend and how he was falling asleep. He was like drooling into his arugula at some restaurant in LA. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. It's terrible. I mean, you can tell she's joking and it's, yeah, it's very funny. But is she? I don't know. 
And then she, she still has up a bunch of tweets about Scott Disick and how, um, Oh yeah. He was mean to her at some party like 10 years ago that she went to in New York. All that was thrown in Annie Leibovitz's loft when she was dealing with all her tax troubles. That's why I follow her on Twitter. And I know I, I actually read that too, but I don't know who any of these people are. Like, I don't know who most of this, every celebrity that she tweets about is just because like they were mean to her or like excluded her or like she wasn't able to like really get in with them. (laughs) She wrote a whole article about Lindsay Lohan. Do you remember that? And how a classic. Yes. And she's like, Lindsay Lohan and I hate each other, which like is definitely not true. Lindsay Lohan, I doubt knows who she is, but like she was like talking about how much like Lindsay Lohan hated her because they were both so similar, (laughs) which I think is like, so funny and charming i uh yeah i remember that being like a very beautiful piece of writing (laughs) she's like no she's that's the that's the reason like you follow kat marnell she like writes all this shit but she's like truly a great writer like she's she's my favorite like young like pop culture writer that i can think of her old articles on Exo Jane were like the best writing I've ever read. Uh, those, yeah, I have, I have read some of those over and over again through the years. Mm-hmm. And I thought her memoir was excellent. I did too. I thought it was really good. Did you see that she um, is developing it with uh, Doug Robinson? It's like her pinned tweet. No. With, like the Goldbergs and stuff. I'm just so curious what somebody like that does oh. with somebody like her it's very oh my god that's so cool yeah it is very cool um but anyway that's how i (laughs) that's how i heard about it about uh mary kate olsen and sarkozy and when it came through i was like oh this is either a joke or you know i just like didn't really think twice about it and then one of our listeners texted me with um an article about it Okay, yeah, it's the listeners. Ah, just looking out it's for always us. The listeners, yes. And then we and actually, the listener who sent this to me uh, used to intern at Lucky and worked in the office. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I know which listener that is. Yeah, we went um, to the beach with that listener. I know. <laughs> Hi. Um, hi. Um, <laughs> yes, which is also so cool because that whole like New York beauty magazine, like early or like late 2000s vibe is like very cool to me. To me too. Um, I, um, you know what I was thinking about? <laughs> what? I was thinking about, um, you know, this time, like, has given me a lot of space with my thoughts, and it has made me think about, like, how I've spent my time in the past, like, things that I have been really, have been interested in, or things that I've done, or wanted to do, or whatever. It's just like, I don't know if you're feeling like this, just kind of taking stock of things. And I was thinking, like, I... I was so invested in like everybody on Gawker. Like I didn't live in New York. I wasn't in that world, but I, I was following that gossip. 
And it's like, I, know. I spent so, I would be so excited to go online and be like, what is Julia Allison doing? I am so sad that Gawker no longer exists because I feel like we need it now more than ever. It would be like, I just can't even imagine the kinds of like insane shit that would get posted on Gawker like in this time. It would be, oh my God, it would be so good if it was still going. I bet they would have stuff about like Jared Kushner and yes. there would be like all this really perverted. It would be all about like what a pervert Jared Kushner is. And that's the content I need. That's what we all need. It I will know. heal the country. It would. Well, it, it would be like the paper of record because God knows we need one. <laughs> um, but alas, it was destroyed by that fucking guy. Yeah, Hulk Peter Thiel. Um, yeah. Did you watch that documentary? Uh, no. I wait. Maybe it's called it like Nobody Speak. It's on Netflix, I think. Yeah. I think I did. Was it? It came out like a while ago. Yeah, my sister was. Um, worked on it she does documentary stuff oh that's awesome yeah um so yeah, i watched that's... it because i was like i'm supporting my sister but i was really like i am so emotionally invested oh my god yeah <laughs> it's like website. such an interesting because that guy has gone on he's like a i mean i'm talking about my ass but he's like a huge like republican trump supporter who like peter Thiel. yeah he's like who tied started in- like paypal and he does venmo he yeah he's tied in with like all kinds of like conservative people i think and the idea is that it was a well i guess in the, they probably cover it in the documentary like how it was basically just like he wanted to take down gawker and this was like his way of doing it yeah they had like posted he was getting back in spite mm. at them they like posted something maybe like, like questioning his like, sexuality or something. yeah yeah um Okay, so this is New York. This is spiteful. The divorce of Mary Kate and Olivier. This is like just blown up in the last like 24 hours. So I don't know when we're going to post this. Hopefully soon. Breaking news. This is hot off the the page six Vanity Fair, like dot com news. Kat Marnell Twitter page. And Kat Marnell's Twitter (laughs) and like DMs. Um, Okay, so. Way back in April, uh, Mary-Kate tried to file for divorce, um, but I guess was told that she couldn't because it was on April 17th, she filed for divorce, um, and she said, it was clear my marriage was over. The relationship had has broken down irrevocably, and the court... Um, did not accept it because um, due to coronavirus, they're not accepting divorce filings because it's like, I guess they don't consider it to be like an emergency. Yes, but in this case, it is an emergency because he has evicted her from the house. Like he said that he's no, he's broken the lease. He's not paying rent. He, he said that he like, he just can't afford to pay rent in this time or something. But she still like all of her stuff is there and uh i guess she's living there and she can't find a new place to live so well so she said that he terminated the lease on our new york city residence without my consent and that's you know i guess where she's living 
thing where all of her stuff is. It's not, they also like own like several other homes together. I don't know what the deal is with them. If other people live there, what's going on. It's a little, yeah, because in her like filings, um, so it looks like they filed, uh, she filed a petition for divorce April 17th, like you said, and, and then May 7th after it got denied, uh, because the courts were closed, she filed like, again, being like, you have to help me. Like, even though coronavirus is happening, like I need, I need a divorce because, but in that document, she, it's three properties that he is trying to like sneakily take away from her and to take all of her belongings possibly. It's really bizarre. It's really strange. I don't understand how it works. I don't understand how like landlords operate. And I certainly don't understand like how rich people get divorced from each other or like what the (laughs) hell they do. But so she's petitioning to be allowed to stay in their apartment past May 30th. And she has to like reach out to his attorney and their landlord. And I assume that this is like a landlord. I mean, he, uh, the landlord, whoever it is, obviously knows who these people are. And like, like probably like is, has a reason to be like siding with this, like Sarkozy on this one. Like maybe they're friends, maybe there's something else going on. But like I was saying before we started recording, I don't, it does, there's something about the story that just doesn't totally make sense to me. Like, I don't know why your husband could terminate the lease without your consent and you wouldn't be able to like go to your landlord on your own. Like if that happened, like to me, if like I live with my boyfriend and if he just like terminated our lease and was like, I'm getting out of here and didn't tell me, I would probably be able to call like the property company, like my management company and be like, we're breaking up. He did this without my consent. I want to stay. I'll pay full rent. And they'd be like, fine, good. Maximum would be, they'd make me sign another year lease. Like that's because they'd want to keep it occupied. Like that's how normal people rent apartments. So whatever is going on in this like 1% divorce is like, there's like, a there's some, there's more to this story that like, we don't understand. Well, and maybe we don't know when he terminated the lease also. Like if he I mean, that's, it, it just is a psycho thing to do. Like whatever, it's so psycho. whatever the fix is, if, if also, why are they renting? Why are they renting anything? That doesn't my, make any sense. That's my third question. Because they own the other three houses, but you would think that they would own this. Do you I mean, think Allison Roman owns her apartment? They own there, which we learned this week also. <laughs> I made that soup. <laughs> oh, me too. I made it several. It's really good. It is good. It was yeah. good. Um, yeah. Okay. So we don't, it, it just doesn't make any sense. But also the, so I could have, let's say that you are, let's say you're not married, Kate Olson. Let's mm. say you're a, a woman who hasn't had a job in four years because you're raising a toddler and like you have an abusive husband who is psycho and he has, maybe has a mistress and he, he's like, I'm, I'm leaving, goes to the landlord, breaks the lease, moves in with his mistress. You are just like, Oh my God, my husband left me. 
you don't know what to do. And then rent comes due and it's like, and he's like, you have to get out. You, your husband terminated the lease. Like, think about that lady. Like this kid. Okay. Obviously Mary Kate Olsen has a lot of options. Like she has a lot of options. Apparently there was a prenup. She has income streams anyway. She has a twin sister who will be there for her no matter what, who's also like a multimillionaire. Like she's going to be fine. It's yes. not like, it's not a question about that. No. It's and this is like, a, there's asshole. a certain amount of like, I don't know. I, I, I just like, we just don't know the situation. But seeing it's, her have to petition for herself and have to be like, oh, the courts are closed. You can't get a divorce. When I see her going through that and I think like just she's so rich. There's like a level of bullshit that goes along with this. Yeah. It's like whatever. Um, I mean, good luck and I hope every well for her. But she, I just think of, this whole time. Oh, of course. But I just think about like. If this is happening to her, this must happen to regular women. And what recourse do you have? Like, but the thing, this is what I keep not understanding. I guess I just don't get it. Like, if you're, I think that the point of being like legally separated is then you, there's no penalty for like taking on each other's debt. And then anything you get in that time that you're separated isn't won't be part of any like divorce filing. So like any money you earn, like your spouse isn't going to be able to get any of that because you'll have been legally separated. Mm -hmm. But I don't understand why being married and not being able to get a divorce means that she can't extend this um, lease on her own or why I don't understand why it's so important that she gets this divorce like right now other than obviously she really wants to divorce this guy but like legally I just don't get why she needs it in order to like protect her property that well, he because I think that when you're a unit like you you're bonded together in a legal way where he can like that's like the trust of marriage is is that he has certain legal rights and if he's using those legal rights to hurt you, you can't do anything unless you're divorced or at least there's like a petition of divorce filed. So it's on record and then you can yeah. have some sort of autonomy. Like it just seems like a really archaic system. And you know, this is why like women had wedding rings so they could sell them and like, be able to pay rent when they got fucked over by their man and the system coming together in the yeah. worst possible way. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's just like the whole thing just seems really confusing to me. I would just, I, I would think, you know, like I said earlier, like I feel like there's another reason that like, she's going to have to jump through these kinds of hoops if she wants to stay in the apartment. It just doesn't make total sense to me. Yeah. But because it sounds like she can't get into the apartment either. Like, you know, she's probably got millions but, of dollars of jewels. And why, why can you keep your wife that you're legally married to out of an apartment that you're, that you both own and you can kick her? It just seems like, yeah, I don't know. 
Like to me, if she's divorced, then she has less of a right to be there than if she's not, if he's living there. I don't know, but or, or she is staying there because she's saying that she's, she wants to be able to stay there past May 30th. But then I also read that now she's staying with her sister. So who knows? Who knows? Um, a detail in the article that we both really liked was that they wear leather face masks. Yeah, there was like a special link that was like she was seen in public apparently wearing a leather face mask. And there she is. Click through and you'll see it. Do you think that that is an effective blocker for coronavirus? <laughs> uh, no. No. I do. Well, I guess if it has one of those pads in it. But how can you breathe through it? I don't know. I, does it have a zipper on the mouth? <laughs> I mean, it's creepy. Uh, did you see the picture? No. It, I'm like, looking it up right now. Excuse my burp. Oh my it doesn't. Gosh, it is. It's sexual. It's very sexual. I think it's just like a sexual thing that like she already had. I think you're right. I have no fucking idea how you get. I don't know. Face masks. Are but you? Yeah. Through, how do you breathe through that? Do you are do you are you wearing face masks? Yes. Are you? Yeah, we have like the paper like medical ones, and then. I have a cloth one and then I have like a cute cloth one that I just ordered from Etsy that's coming. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, my mom made me one that's covered in like skulls. Oh, goth. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in Maine right now and it just feels like, you know, it's like a nice place with nice people and I'll like take a walk in the woods and when I, on the rare occasion that I pass somebody, maintaining our six plus feet I'll have my skull thing on and I just feel like it's so unnecessary <laughs> I know it's kind of aggressive well you can cut up a shirt and make one yeah I have a scarf too that I'll like wear around my face yeah I'm like I I just recently became invested in like trying to find ones that I find like aesthetically pleasing which is kind of depressing but also I guess normal yeah. I mean, because I like, I prefer the idea of just like not really caring and be like, oh, got to throw this on. But like, since I have to do it every single day of my life for the next like year, I guess I might as well have ones that I like. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I know um, my sister Kat was making some and she put like the filter inside. So smart. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for that. Oh, that, that's nice. Yeah. Um, so good for Mary Kate for wearing leather. I mean, if she, if she likes a leather mask and she can breathe in it. What do you think she and her sister, first of all, what do you think their quarantine looks like? Well, okay. So in one of these articles, we read that she's staying in like outside of New York with her sister and their friends. So like how many friends unknown, I could see it being like a married couple. I could see it being a trio of girls. I could see it being like a polyamorous coven. I could see it being <laughs> like any kind of group configuration of people. Mm-hmm. Um, here's what I hope it looks like. I hope it's Mary-Kate and Ashley and then like, Maximum four, like, 
fun girls that they've known their entire lives and who are like their best friends from like the time they were like little kids. And they are just going ham every single night. They're like drinking really expensive wine and smoking (laughs) a ton of cigarettes, but then also like eating pizza and like making pasta together, even though I don't think they eat that, but I like to imagine that they are right now. Cause they're like, it's quarantine. We have to make, you know, pantry pasta or whatever. And they're just like staying up until 4am, like screaming at each other's faces about how much they hate Sarkozy, how much they hate every other guy they've ever dated that they all know <laughs> who all of them are. And like, just like laughing hysterically and just having the best time. I love that. That's so nice. That's very fun. I wish that too. That's my wish as well. Mary Kate. That's not what I was going to say, but now that I've heard it, that's my answer. Well, what were you going to say? I imagined it like, um, like a Bergman movie or like a play, Mm -hmm. like a, like a one act play that you would see in Chicago or like way off Broadway somewhere, like in Brooklyn. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Like, um, like the type of play where like they're in some sort of like Birchwood configuration and everyone has to wear like white lace dresses. (laughs) Yes. Or like linen. (laughs) Yeah. Like lots of linen. Like, they keep coming in and out of like linen sheets. Yes. <laughs> and like the dialogue is like really sparse. And then there's like big bursts of like monologues. Yeah. And like their movements are symbolic. <laughs> and there's like some guy in the corner playing a cello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that. Was, it, maybe it's a combination of those two things. Yeah. That would be nice too. Yeah. Why not? I just, uh, yeah, I hope, <laughs> maybe it's like the end of Melancholia. They're all like naked <laughs> under the moon. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's a bit of that. <laughs> Sprinkle a little of that in there. I oh like God, to think that they're like building a tree house and smoking cigarettes together. Yes. It's like, they're like the leftovers. They're like the uh, dirty remnants or whatever in the leftovers. They... <laughs> I haven't seen the leftover, the Christian thing. There's a a group of um, people who are, uh, no, no, not the, no, that's a different thing. There's this, that show on HBO with Justin Theroux. He plays a hot cop. And it's like all the people disappeared. Isn't that the same thing? As what? The Christian one. I mean. It's like the rapture happens and then the people who are left on earth. Yes, I guess, yes, there's a, there's different religions. I guess I didn't think of it as specifically a Christian thing, but I could see how. Well, there's like a Christian movie that the guy from Kirk Cameron, um, Kirk Cameron made, and it's called The Leftovers, I think. And it was like one of his, it's like Left the Behind. Biggest. Left Behind. You're right. That's it. Right. Yeah. It's not the same. It's a different I thing. just always thought that they were like kind of the same thing. Well, I guess they kind of are, but one is good. <laughs> well, sure. Well, anyway, I guess so I've never seen that one either. So like, the, you know, a bunch of people get raptured. They just yeah. like disappear and um, people have dealt with it in all these different ways. And it's like three years later. 
and there's a group um they call themselves like the dirty remnants and they uh-huh. dress all in white and they don't speak and they smoke cigarettes oh that sounds fun yeah god do you think that we're living in those times and we just don't know it the end times yeah yes and i do know it okay <laughs> Uh, yeah I think we all kind of know it yeah we know it (laughs) but whatever there have been like plagues before and they always had like end time cults associated with them so yeah maybe not I mean it's you know it's it's a matter of perspective yeah it is something's always ending yeah that's true like this (laughs) podcast will soon (laughs) That's right. I mean, not the series, but just this one episode. That's right. Should we talk about what we have in store? Yes. Coming up in the future? Yes. So obviously this is like a one-off where we're um, just uh, talking about some old friends, catching up. um, Yeah. Bring you the bad news of a couple no longer in a blessed union. No. But it's for the best. So, uh, we're in quarantine. Time doesn't matter here. Mm -mm, mm -mm. And we have a new, uh, series that we're working on. And this right here is kind of an experiment. So we'll learn from this broadcast. Yeah. We're going to see like, how does this work? How do we do this thing on zoom? Like, how do we, whatever. I mean, I also just FYI, I do record my other podcast on zoom. I know I have another podcast and I don't want to be like, I don't know how to record one on Zoom because then people will be like accusing me of not of breaking quarantine. And I'm not. But this is just a different situation. For it's a, a variety different. Of yes. Yes. So one of which is you're out. dealing with a real idiot over here. Um, well, <laughs> the other one, well, I get, I am dealing with a man the other, on the other one. So I feel like he's the tech whiz. <laughs> and now it's just a couple of gals figuring it out. That's right. So, um, we're meeting, we're talking, we're working on a really fun new series. Um, power couples is dead. It died with the Sarkozy um, Olsen marriage. Yes. Our new one is coming soon. It's going to be really fun. It's, you're going to love it. We love it. We're excited about it. We're really excited. Should we say what it is or should we just keep them guessing? I don't know. Should we say? Yeah, let's say. Okay, let's say. Say, say, say. Conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories. Um, you know us. We're obsessed with QAnon, and we're going to tell you all of the truth that the w- government won't share. Yeah, the, what the man doesn't want you to know, and what we don't know, we'll find out. And we're, we're going to find out to you because we're experts. Yeah, that's what we do. Um, yeah, far-reaching conspiracies. We're going to cover a lot of bases. Fun. We're ones, going to cover it all. Serious ones. Fun um, ones, yeah, kooky ones, bad ones, scary ones, evil so, ones. Yeah. Um, was is Katy Perry John Bonet Ramsey? We don't know. It's entirely possible. John Jean Bonet could be its own one too, because God knows we have its own series. Oh, that. that would be awesome. Oh, um, 
All right. Well, okay. Should we call it a night? Yeah. You guys, thank you so much for listening. Yeah. Thank you. And we love you. And we will talk to you very soon. Very soon. Bye. Trust the expert. Trust the expert.